Hey, what's up, everyone? Thank you so much for tuning to another episode of TFG, better known as the Financial Grio. So here at Financial Grio, we discuss stories. <laughs> Lord, just make me laugh. We discuss stories and just put in perspective um, about our own personal journeys. And in doing so, it's just in a matter of trying to create better communities, better people. So my name is Atlanta. I'm one of the three of the co-hosts. And I do have my other co-host sitting here. Lawrence with his banter. Lovely. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How's everybody? Well, they can't answer back. Well, I was going to ask how they <laughs> you know, like, like they can answer back. They cannot, but I hope you're doing well <laughs> listening to this. Another episode in the books. We are here. Look Raji. at all that energy. Look at all the energy she just gave. Another episode in the book. Like she's just here to pay the bills. <laughs> Lauren, just here I'm to here. Just pay the bills. Like, I am here. That's okay. We're like, gonna man, celebrate. He had a long day. Let me tell you something. The CEO, CEO is here. Like, thank you for being here today. Love. She is tight. Friday. Like we had we had this whole conversation. Like, I'm I, here. I, I know. I'm happy to be here. It just, you know, it's going to take me a while. We, we, we're warming up. Okay. Okay. All right. Hey, everybody. My name is Lawrence uh, Gonzalez, Delva Gonzalez, sometimes on the interwebs. And probably my wife would want me to say Delva Gonzalez every time. But ultimately, you can find me on the, uh, the internet as a neighborhood finance guy. And I give my piece on all these things about financial literacy, storytelling, and all that good stuff. And today we have for a short intro that we're doing today, the turnt. 30 podcast representative out here. We, we are going to have, you know, a real full-on episode, but you might listen to it. Maybe you, you know, you're going back and forth, whoever, you know, but ultimately we have Jay with us today and we're going to have a short conversation about something that she brought up. So we'll see, we'll see where it goes. So what's up, Jay? How you doing? <laughs> hey, Jay. Uh, love the intro. Hey, y'all. Um, I'm Jay. I'm with the Turn 30 podcast hosted by Mary Jay. My co-host will join us. She likes to, you know, add the razzle-dazzle and add her own time, you know. So she'll join in as well. Um, but thank you guys so much for having us. Um, we loved when, you know, Atlanta came onto our pod. If you guys haven't caught that episode yet, go tune in and, um, you know, uh, uh, hop on there. But I think we had such a great time in chemistry. Or listen, if it's one-sided and she's about to curve me right now, I don't know. I could be set myself no, up no, for failure. Curve her, curve her. It's not cool. Hey, it, was, it, was, it was everything. It was everything. It was everything. I'm still listening to uh, your your uh, podcast. It's amazing. The the introspection, the different topics. Like it just take, take me on different just directions and journeys. I love it. So thanks again for being here at that i know we all have busy, busy schedules and thanks for you know placing us in your busy schedule so it's gonna be fun yeah all i think right. the recent episode you guys dropped was about the uh black revoking our black cards like those type of things yeah. that we kind of should know so i thought i was oh ducks ducks right now in case y'all try to judge i don't know where you guys were on that curve Hey. Um, of it but you know depending i think you know where you are on the map in the u.s like what state you're in where you know your vibe and and i think age i think all that played a part mary doesn't agree she just feels like either you knew this stuff or you didn't for the culture and i'm always like it depends on who influenced you like i didn't have older siblings 
My parents are immigrants, so where am I going to see some of this stuff? It's going to be in real time. The fact time. you never saw Baby Boy trips me out because it was always playing on BET. That was, was, that was, that was selective ignorance. I, was, I decided to change the channel. But also, y'all mentioned BET. Who's to say I had cable? See what I mean? Like different financial standpoints. Right. Oh, like, right. I had cable. You about to get caught. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is also that. Haitian, so, you know, I had to throw her out there. She had the Haitian card. Hopefully, right? You don't have the black card. You better have the Haitian card. Oh, you better have some kind of card. Let, I, I got cars. First of all, first of all, I redeemed myself. I, you know, I've done lots of trivia since the fact that I had to do trivia and I knew a lot of the answers. I think the way that that conversation started, yes, yeah, some of those movies I hadn't seen, but whatever. That 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 post was skewed. You see, I'm so defensive about it. I was like, that post was skewed. <laughs> they didn't even have like bad boys or coming to America. So if you don't have that on the list, like forget it. I don't know. But um, no, thank you for supporting for listening. <laughs> we had fun. That was probably like um, our our like most hilarious one to both uh, record. And then like when we were going to post it, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I was you, like, oh, you feel the god. judgment just coming. <laughs> we just, I mean, like I said, we were just able to have fun, so it was just hilarious. But we did feel the judgment, especially with some of the statements, because it went into you know. Well, y'all go check it out if y'all haven't che- you know checked it out. The Turn Thirty Podcast, T U R N T, the number thirty. Um, but some of the things we talked about is re- as well was the fact that people will judge you and say, oh, well, you're not black enough, and then you know you'll feel like you know an outsider. So for me, imagine right, I already set the scene of saying not having cable you know, growing up possibly with like hand-me-downs from like a financial perspective, feeling like an outcast, you know, Caribbean parents will be like, I didn't send you, my mom used to say it anyway, I didn't send you to school for fashion. Like I would be like, can I have the latest this, the latest this? I didn't send you to school for fashion. You're going to get what you get from like whatever department store. And I'm just like, oh, please don't make me wear this. So it was like already all those other like peer pressure judgments. And then to now have this other box of like, hmm, let's test your black card. I'm just like, oh, oh. Life, life is about test, I guess. I guess it taught me the hard way to toughen up. I don't know. What's your perspective on it? Um, it's funny because we always discuss about <clears throat> Black community and the, just the culture in general, how people view uh, the Black culture, just this monolithic sort of uh, people that we are kind of ingrained in the same um uh, just just fashion sense or um, same interests for the most part or financial standpoint where we are socioeconomically. Like you mentioned, you didn't have cable, right? Um, in my end, I think we didn't have cable up until I was in maybe middle school, if I'm not mistaken. So I was able to kind of sneak and watch Baby Boy when I was supposed to, right? So um, we kind of view, uh, many people outside of our community kind of view us this one way. Um, and it's kind, of, it's kind of funny too, because when you're younger, you don't think that uh, your place is somewhat of the Black culture, Black community, or your quote-unquote Black card. Because being, you know, Haitian-American, at, at one point, I didn't feel like, either I was Haitian enough because I was born in a country or I wasn't Americanized enough because the, the, the things I was learning from my Haitian culture, right? Like, you know, we are bringing those pot of, little small pots to school with all the saucepan, the, the legume and all those things together. So it's kind of funny because it's like, are we black enough? Are we Haitian enough? So it's, it's always that spectrum to see like where you are in the black community or being, you know, um, a different culture or subculture, whatnot. I don't know. It, for me, I just feel like I'm, I'm just going to be me. 
And I'm going to accept the fact of my identity and who I want to be. And I'm not going to kind of place these, all these other stereotypical standards on myself, because if you do, you're never going to be happy. You're always trying to fulfill, you know, someone else's expectation of who you should date or um, how this should look or how, you know, your life goals should be because you're in this group of people. And that shouldn't always be the case. No, Valid, I agree. And I, I'm, listen, not too many people get to have that self-esteem or self-confidence, but that's, that's where it is. You just have to enjoy yourself and who you are and not let someone else's like checklist be your measure point. Because I think like we could joke about it, but I'm sure every little pocket of life, people operate the same way. Like I think because we learn from that younger age to judge or from peer pressure and things like that, wherever you go, somebody wants to know, oh, are you qualified enough? Even, you know, job markets, whatever. So whether it's my Asian community, my black community, my female coworkers, um, or coworkers that may feel like women can't bring enough to the, to the corporate America work field, things like that. There's always this, always this person, <clears throat> excuse me, measuring up enough. And I think that's the downside of like letting people, you know, where you think it's all fun and games. That's what I always say. It's all fun and games that you could judge. We could laugh about it, but cool, let's leave it there. But once people are truly like judging or measuring like your ability to be here, like my worth, my seat at the table, like, wait a minute, pause. Now, now, now you got me screwed up. Like what you're doing? So, but I get that all the time, the, especially the Haitian card. I think, I think I was judged more growing up on that. And it, <laughs> I think I said in the first season how my mom was like, you'll never, uh, you'll never get married with a Haitian guy or a Caribbean guy. Like you, you're not Haitian enough. Like you would, what are you bringing to the table? I was like, dang, my own mom. Damn, Lovely said this a while ago. Like this is a side conversation we had a while ago that, um, women are, are really just like more tough on other women. Um, and it's, it's, it's not even less of, of just the men, how they view us, right? Uh, or the being sexist when I, it's really women. <laughs> They're so tough on us. And yeah, it's yeah, I better keep Haitian that same parents. energy on all the ladies. Keep that, that same energy all the time. <laughs> it, it started with, <laughs> like, with, with the parents and stuff. You know, you don't, you don't know how to cook and clean or never get a man and all this. And that's, it's, it's not a matter how smart I am or, you know, uh, how I am as my character or anything. It's uh, Women are tough, man. Haitian parents are tough in general, especially the moms listen yes women are tough that's all i can i can i can agree we are because and that's the thing is maybe we're brought up to be like this like strong multitasking i don't know all these freaking like nope. rules that they want to put on us i don't nope. know it's not rules it's women put rules upon themselves if you ever and i also that to people if you ever if you ever babysitted a exactly. whole bunch of kids like if you babysit a whole bunch of kids you could see a dynamic that's different between little girls and little boys. You literally see a different thing. When little girls get together, it's almost like parliament. There's always a person that's really on top and she div she divvies out and she sections who's gonna do what before they ever get anywhere. And majority of the time is spent on that weird parliamentary, almost democratic process. The guys is like- You well, don't think it's something they that they saw? Mean, exactly. Yeah, they're lovely, lovely. But this is just women mirroring other women that have done it before exactly. them, that have done so it before they're, them. They're getting it but it's not the guys. Place. The guys, if you see the guys' oh, no, scenario, we're not, we're not, it's we're hilarious. We're not really bothered with you all. The guys' scenario is a funny men, thing. The guys were like, we do this, we do that, that's you, you gotta it. be I around think, for I think they pick it up from both, though. I think they pick it up from seeing women in their house, like in their lives, and how men 
also treat the women in their lives. Like, I don't know about y'all, but like with the West Indian community, the men are MIA sometimes. Not like MIA in a bad way, like deadbeat, but more like, you know, maybe a little bit of cooking. You know, because my the the men in my uh, family, they love to cook. So that's like, I saw men cooking growing up. I know some people don't always see that, but like setting up like party plans, just kind of being the doer. And him kind but of being that, like that, a fun I guess that person. My uncles were fun. My aunts and stuff, they were the doers. So if that's what you saw and what you expect of men, because that's what you saw, exactly what Lovely said. And I think she should go in a little bit on her point because that's very valid. It's what you see. You mirror your environment. I want to mansplain it because the like the first thing that you... It actually goes back to the conversation we were, you know, we were trying to have about the whole uh, gift giving. I think that's really... That's where the shifts happen. I think that's very important. But go ahead, Lovely. You know, do what you got to do, you know? I'm, the no. guy. I'm, I'm telling you what to do. No, no I'm, I'm saying is that even when you watch the little girls, like I'm watching um, one of my friends, she's growing up, she's, she has a, a, a child. And one of the things that her, she's always saying, like her daughter's like always like there, she's like right now, maybe like, I think nine months or something. She's like always finding her mom, like just watching, like she's just like staring. And I think there's these small cues that we don't realize that yeah, you're thinking, oh yeah, they're not really, they don't, they don't understand yet. No, they're paying attention. There's some cues. They're watching their mother's faces. They're watching like her come home from work and do all the things and checking off stuff. And so there's this innate thing. I think there's also some nurture and nature in that too. So I definitely do think that there is some skewing in terms of just a natural biologic way of women. But then I also think there is definitely that nurture side. They're watching and seeing this. Like maybe I don't even see my dad talk as much as I see my mom talk, right? And those, you see how like our mouths are moving. Children are paying attention to that. And you can imagine if they're registering, oh, mom's mouth moves so much more than like my dad's mouth. Or if that's not even around at all, they're not even seeing like this male figure. Just, and then so it becomes, it's like, okay, I'm the person to take on this reign. But do I think some of it has to do with nature? Yeah, I do. I do think so. But I think we're pushed into it and very domesticated in that sense, where you see that, you know, moms are pulling the little girl into like, oh, doing a kitchen. And for my non-Haitian speaker, you have to be in the kitchen, whereas maybe a son maybe not be pushed in that manner. So there's these societal cues, cues that are happening. And then when you get what I call a contrarian woman, you're told like exactly what Jay said, like, oh, um, you're not going to find a mate because you're not quote unquote woman enough or in alignment enough. So I definitely think there's some, there's some senses of like both could be natural, but majority of it, I think there's some social cues that we're giving to the little girls. Definitely agree on the social, social cues. And whew, you got me a little bit with the, the, the um, being able to find a mate. That's a topic on its own of like, you know, what people expect and, and what you can bring to the table. But I think that's what we were saying is this like, checklist that people have and starts you you learn it as a kid and that's where peer pressure and then into adult peer pressure translate into a checklist what can you bring to the table you're at work like i said what is this person bringing and that's we all do that though right it's a system america runs on credit like why should i trust you what can you bring to this table so i think a lot of it people don't even realize sometimes the indirect translation that we're teaching people from just a young age on how to judge people are they black enough are they this enough are they woman enough are they a partner enough? Are they stable enough? Are they a good worker? Like it's, it's yes, you need these measurements, obviously, but it's like, sometimes I think we take it too far where it just, and that's where people break down. We see the state of like mental For health sure. and we see people trying to measure up to these checklists and to these box. 
you know, and you know, my turn, my, my turn friend, Mary has joined us. So I feel like, you know, where are you at with oh, this? Like, now, we always talk feel, about. Wait, wait, now I feel like I'm a, like outnumbered. It's like, like four women to one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you know, oh, severely outnumbered. What were your, what were your thoughts? I forgot, LG. What was your thoughts before He's you? Still well, here. Male I, I'm I'm going to close out my last thought, because obviously I'm going to get beat down if I say any other word. But um, Times reported that a number of, um, I guess, books really an analyzed women and what they said throughout a year and majority of time women speak on average uh 20,000 more words per day than a man and it's basically true even this conversation <laughs> most of the time I keep it very brief or I like, try to be brief but women always I always seen women kind of expand on the story and by the end of the night they know each other more than the guys will ever know each other it's just the way we they kind of roll so that's where I land damn I'll be on clubhouse too damn much <laughs> that's why I land like, <laughs> <laughs> what, what, everybody's looking around. Why did he, why did he land? <laughs> well, like um, uh, Jay mentioned, Mary is with us now. How are you, Mary? This is the other uh, co-host of the Turn 30 podcast. How are you doing? Hey, hey. Sorry uh, for the for the tardiness, but um, I'm here. I'm really, really excited. Uh-uh, not Lauren shaking his head. He, he, that might not always, be at me. He, he, he was judging before you got here. <laughs> oh, he not judging me. You, yeah. He judged yes. me as well. He hates me as well. Hey, he God judges judgment. all of us. God judges all <laughs> of us. So why judged. are you afraid of judgment? Oh, I'm oh, sorry. You, yeah, I'm I was sorry. like, I'm sorry, God. My apologies. I'm not uh, God. I'm saying God judges all of us. Like, you are. Uh, yeah, sorry. Um, um, you know, life. I have a, okay. I have a toddler. Life, life I, I don't know. I, that's my we answer understand. to everything. Women, no, we all good. We, and we a boy. While we're on the topic too. of gender, yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's hilarious. Actually, while we're on the topic of gender, because I mentioned, you know, uh, um, to to lovely Landa and Lawrence that you know we had kind of just saw a tweet. I think like two days ago, or maybe maybe last week at this point, that someone said, "I've never seen a boy give his friend a gift in my life." And I know we kind of had a, hmm, especially you, you have a toddler, you have a son. And I, we were just kind of talking about like, you know, breaking uh, uh, these stereotypes, breaking gender roles and things like that. And just training up the next generation different. Um, and I remember I asked you, Mary, I was like, have you seen that? You was like, never. I was like, never? You said never, ever. I was like, not yeah, even like our adult peers? Because I've seen it. And I don't know, let's maybe we should I, go I around and it. see. I've seen it way more than once. <laughs> I've seen it. Even when I was younger, yeah. And I have nieces and nephews. What well, well, nephew, when they go to birthday parties, they give their friends uh, gifts as well. When I was in uh, middle school, I remember people were doing these like gift exchange. And I seen boys doing it too, like these uh, gift cards, whatever. So I've seen it before. Now, when you're younger, though, is it more so like your parents are facilitating the gift giving? Because I know I remember like you, everyone invites everyone from the class to the birthday, you know, to whatever party. And then I feel like the parent usually picks up something and is like, all right, sign this, give this to your little friend or whatever. Or do you think that the actual children are facilitating the gift giving? Because I do think that's different, too. Yeah. Yes and no, because um when one of my uh, nephews was going to a birthday party, he knew what his friend wanted, right? And he, of course, he got his, well, I think either he used his, um, what they call again? The money that he's given from his parents, the allowance. allowance. Yeah, I'm like, I don't even know. That's, that's foreign <laughs> to me. What, what do they call again? That is also yeah, a foreign concept. Know, allowance. I, 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 I didn't know, know that. Allowance. Right? Yeah, I had to sneak he, my lunch money used, if I even got used, that. 
Right. <laughs> he uses his allowance to give his uh, friend a gift. But I have seen that exchange. But I think the the uh, idea of gift exchange is a little bit different when you get older, especially as boys, because like I mentioned before, I recall in middle school, um, boys were doing not just like exchanging gifts, but it was doing stuff for each other. Right. So it's like, oh, you don't got it. I got you. Like, don't worry about it. Like stuff in those terms. I seen those or when there was an actual birthday party, they show up with, uh, you know, we were supposed to be drinking back then, but we were drinking. Like, so, you know, bring beer, bring alcohol, that sort of gift exchange I seen in that state, men to men or young boys, to young boy. This is like, you know, younger than 18. I seen those sort of exchanges. And of course I have four brothers. So I see how they exchange gifts to each other as well. So, I mean, I, like, again, I'm from a big family and I have, you know, grown up, I just so many other people around me. So I've seen it in different ways, but it's not like just gift gifts. It's like doing something for each other. I think that's how men kind of show love or show that, you know, I'm here, I'm around that sort of thing. So yeah, okay. I'm on no, that page. I think that's valid. Doing things for someone versus an actual gift box unwrap and there's a gift. Um, so I'm on the, I'm I'm on that. I, that's what I've seen. I've, I've seen, seen like I've seen both. I think you know y'all are right. It depends on like first of all how are you even defining a gift, right? People will think it's just like you know put it in the box, put it in a bowl, and got to unwrap it. Where it's like no, who's spotting who? Who's taking you out because you got a promotion? I'm talking about like more as an adult. As a kid, maybe, you know, in high school, you got your car, who's doing offering to do this, offering to do that, where like, you know, we could talk about like acts of service being gifts. So I think it depends on how you define a gift. But if we're just doing the superficial, I don't want to say superficial, but if we're just doing the idea of it being like in a box and having to unwrap, I've actually seen that as well. I was still thinking with the kids aspect, it's a little bit of we do what we're taught or we do what we see. I think a lot of kids, because of whether it's peer pressure or they want to fit in, no one wants to be the kid to show up to a birthday party without a gift. So it's always like, you know, whether it's the parents that initiated, like we have to bring something because people think you have to bring something when you go into somebody's house because you want to be like, you know, empty handed because we were taught that as well to not show up empty handed or it's the kids saying, no, no, please, 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 we have to get this. I don't want to be the only one without because you're worried about that pressure of being the one that does something different. You don't want to be the outcast. So I do think a lot of it is still molded from the environment. Ding, ding, ding. As like Lovely said, I think Lovely's the MVP of letting us know that a lot of it is we do what we see. So I think that's what we have to be, like make sure that we're setting the scene that people know that these things are right. Like this doesn't have to be just because a guy gives a guy a gift. Because when I was younger, I mostly saw like, maybe little boys giving girls things for like Valentine's or little things like that, already setting the scene of like guys and girls. This is what guys do. But I think people do have to break that stereotype. Cause I feel like if you do ask a lot of guys, no offense between like 15, 25, their first, their face is going to scrunch up and they might even say, nah, that's gay or something like that. Like what? Give a guy a gift. But I think it depends on, like we said, how we define a gift. Like Lawrence, he over here shaking his head. Would you put something in the box? What's your I'm allowing the space. Would you go pick something out, put it in a box, wrap it in a bow, and hand it to your 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 uh, gentleman peer? No. And I'll I'll say this: um, the entire like I guess a lot of women like to define what the, a male experience is, but you're not men. And this is all, I was, that's the only thing I need to remember. Like as a guy, like I live this experience. I am a guy. I've did this in my entire life. Ultimately, I'll say guys tend to be a lot more practical in how we do things. And I think it goes back to what um, Lovely um, said in some of her commentaries about like being present for somebody is different from giving them presence. 
we're very matter of fact type of people or guys tend to be very matter of fact, very uh, pragmatic. And the idea of like, if I give you a gift, you give me a gift and we keep doing that for forever, it's kind of ridiculous. So we just cut it right down the middle and said, we don't give each other anything. We look at each other, gentlemen's accord, we're cool. And to Alana's point, maybe at some points uh, as we grow up with like for a party, of course, you just bring in drinks. That's a generic move. That is the most basis move you could do. Like I'm bringing alcohol, I'm bringing drinks. Or if I get a video game and you get a video game, you come home and we, we play together. It is what it is. It's not about like, for us, it's not about one-upping each other with gifts as much more that we like each other's presence. And that's just about it. We don't have to do all the extra stuff, especially putting it inside a box, wrapping it up. And he's going to be looking at you like, why don't you just give it to me, man? <laughs> why you had to put all the effort to box it up? And like, hey, we're better off, man. Just, just give me the gift. Because we're very or give me the money. people. <laughs> but it's not, but the thing you interpret it as not being thoughtful. For us, we're like, why did you do all this thing? Because if you really knew me, you wouldn't put it in the box. You just kind of give it to me. Nah. No, that's me. I, 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 I agree with that logic. The, the, if you knew me, because I was going to say, I think we have to break away from people thinking only men can be practical or women right, or thoughtful right, exactly. or things like that. Yeah, I'm with yeah. him. Like, and to this, when, when I was younger, especially once I discovered gift bags, I was like, what are we doing with wrapping paper? This is a waste of my time. So I think when people are like, time is important, things like that. And from a young age, I was like, what are we doing here? Like, oh, gift bags exist for a reason. We're not, we, y'all are outdated with trying to like gift wrap something all nice and put all these extra decorations on it. Like, no, they're just going to rip it open and all this time. With the, with the fluff, with the extra fluff. Here. Like yeah. how you fluff I, it is that thing. I, 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 <laughs> have, I, I, a bag I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But see, that's what he said. If they know you, if they know you, they will see that you like to do the unwrapping aspect. I'm like, give it to me in a bag, please. And let me, I'm going to reuse this bag. Not, 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 yeah. You, you just hit it right on the head. So I'm, I like the fact that someone will go out their way to wrap a, wrap a gift for me, but I really appreciate a gift bag because I'm going to use that same gift bag <laughs> to, to someone else or I just keep it, right? I, I love recycling. I, I do not purchase gift bags for anyone. I just use the same things <laughs> that I have. What's interesting the house. is I'm thinking about my aunt's husband. So he actually likes gifts, but if it's not like a great gift, don't even bother giving it to him. So he's like that. So don't don't be out here trying to give him a two ninety nine or it wasn't thoughtful. Like when she so she knows that now because she, he would just kind of like okay, what was the point of you even doing this? And she kind of got got real offended. It was like a back and forth for years and years. And she just realized for him, it's like if you're gonna do it, I would rather wait four or five years that you ever give me something that's like really really dope and really cool. And I'd be like, dang, like I, I've seen um like when we were at Christmas, she got him like a, a, a like a iPad, like an iPad um, Pro, whatever. And he was really happy because that was like the thing that he really, really wanted. So I think so many people are different, men are different. And there's this woman that gave her husband sneakers at like her wedding. I don't know if you guys have been seeing this post going around and he, they still did the ring stuff, but like, it was like, and it was like, instead of saying, um, giving this ring, the whole statement, she gave like the, the, the shoes, like, um, I think it was like maybe Nikes or something or Jordans. Cause that was not with these sneakers that the wed. Yeah, exactly. I, I thought she exactly. meant like a gift at the reception. All right. No, she gave it across. Mm. And then it was, it, what was interesting about that. It was just like, it made me realize that everything that we're doing is perception of what we should be doing. Right. 
and people probably look at that like, oh, that's weird. But it's just like, wait, that's their her way. I mean, they still did the the classical ring things. Is that was, but it was one of those like, no, this is what I'm giving to you because in in the harder parts, I know deep deep down in your side, you love them sneakers more than you even care about this band. <laughs> like this is what you yeah, want you know what your... people value exactly. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Oh. You know, we'll, we'll see. We'll I'm similar. Them. I don't do gifts. I don't like give receiving gifts, and I don't like giving gifts. I feel like it's such. I don't know. I feel like it's a hassle. I, I'm more. Somebody in your life probably like, does she even love me because their gift or their language is like, you know, she never. No, if it, I know, it's a lot of pressure too. It feels like language, a lot of pressure. I will like, do it. If I know it's a love language, I will do it. And I, I agree with Lawrence. It is a lot of pressure, like the build up to like, dang, are they gonna like this? Um. But I'm more of like, a, I guess, acts of service, more of like, I'll do something for you. If I know like, you know, you really needed your car washed and detailed, like I'll pay for that. Or if you really need a spa date, because I know you've been very stressed and blah, 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 like I'll do that. But like wrapping, giving something, buying something at the store, like that's too much work for me. Like it's partly out of laziness. And the other part is like, I just feel like people appreciate things that they are actually like, I don't know, adding to, I don't know, adding a little bit more value. I, I, I actually I uh, combine the access service. That's a good point you made, um, Mary, is I combine access service with my gift giving together. So I actually budget like $100 a month to um donate if it's not church or some kind of charity or if I see something on my timeline like a friend is actually raising money like I had a friend raising money for a nonprofit, I would you know give 50 100 dollars to that so I kind of combine that together and a lot of times they don't even notice I'm the one starting off their campaign or their uh kickoff like I don't have to add my name or something I just want to show that I support what you're doing you know and I'm giving you and it's like an access service as well because I want you to succeed and I want you to like you know just do your best and whatever that you're trying to accomplish so I'm um, actually budget that out every month so if I can just give someone 50 100 dollars going to something that they want to do and they value then I'm just all for I'm, I'm more alone those lines because I, I don't have time to go out and look for a gift for you um I just love the fact everything is online if you have a, a baby registry if you have a kickstarter or some kind of campaign I am the friend that would donate to or kick off and um, help you to reach your goal because um, we, we're all struggling in, in some facet or form right and it is a social pressure to feel like if we're going now or if we're doing this, I have to meet this, you know, expectation of like all these gifts. And sometimes I may not have it. This month's gotten tough. Gas prices are high. Your girl <laughs> is struggling, you know, putting some gas, you know, like we, we're not, we're not really honest when it comes to friends and everything. So we can just go ahead and um, place, you know, all these points and pointers about, you know, being present um, as well as giving presents uh, to each other. And everyone just made a great point. You know, culturally, we're not this monolithic group, um, males and uh, females, guys and girls. We all try to kind of reference what we see as we get older from our parents. But um, subconsciously, we just have to realize that, you know, the, the friendships that we are creating and developing, it's really about getting to know that person and what do they want and the value of their friendships as well. So, I mean, that's how I <laughs> will land. Lawrence, I want to make sure this is a safe space for you as a man. We want your perspective. <laughs> uh, yes, you I finally feel safe and heard. Yes. So, 
at least from a guy's perspective, you're right. Not everybody is the same. So there are guys that do exchange gifts um, and for whatever it might be. And I think in, in a lot of points that you guys made, maybe we guys typically like big gifts, right? We like big toys. We like big stuff. We like, hey, we want the, the, the Sony PlayStation 5. You know, that's a lot of money. That's not a, a comfortable sum that anybody's just giving $500 to your buddy like that. So these are not very, you know, very chump change. So maybe that's because of that reason that we just don't really exchange a lot of gifts with each other because it's going to become very costly very fast. I do see a lot of guys just bringing like the cigars, you know, that's like, hey, we get like four or five cigars. You, you, hey, you, you're having a kid. We'll do that. You're getting married. You get, we, we'll bring the, um, the 1492. I think that's what I had to get for my brother-in-law. I'm like, get him that I'm 1492, man. Hey, whatever. Just go, go crazy. But I don't think it's necessarily that good, though. We always get alcohol for some reason. <laughs> some reasons always alcohol <laughs> but in the end of the day that's what we do we don't necessarily value just the presence but we do value the present person the person that shows up and it doesn't have to be all the time because i could have a friend i haven't seen for 10 years if i if i link up with him it's like it nothing ever changed it's just the way guys are at least the guys i've ever met and that's where i ain't gonna that's say that's like you have to you have to know who you're around and i think i mean that's the thing though like yes if that's your true friend or your true partner like if you're in a relationship you're gonna come from a different space and a loving space like if you're talking about like simpleton like giving like a gift to like whether it's like a co-worker or someone that you don't have as much of an attachment to i think yeah then it becomes like crickets at least for me because i am very practical i'm not a big gift giver either just like mary said so like i really just like i hate small talk i hate nonsense so like when it's just like oh bring something for the potluck oh we're doing like secret santa at work and i like that stuff like bothers me and they're like oh it can't be a gift card and i'll be like oh like what do you mean it can't be a gift card like let's just get this over with like i don't even know you like that and this this is just very superficial just because it's like holiday season or because of that so i would rather yes maybe i'll give a gift card um because i know that you're gonna go spend it this way or if you're expecting like you know what i mean like i don't mind giving it but i think let people do it the way like we've been saying like the way that we feel comfortable either giving it um and also just understanding the, or for me being more practical and understanding what that person needs for them and what's their language like whether my mom's the same way like she doesn't necessarily want like an extravagant gift but she's not a big she'll just look at the gift like what is this she'd rather the money and she'll always say that she's like, you could have just gave me the money show that you could have just gave me the money so now i, I just every haitian it, yeah it's like every couple of years like every five years i'll just give her like a big like stacks of stuff i'm like all right i mean i you know i, I help her out like in general but like i know she wants like a flashy amount so it's like every five i'm like all right every five years you hit these milestone birthdays you'll get like a flashy amount fine um but that's how she is she'll always be like what is this you can just give me the money i'm like oh i just got you like your expensive perfume i got you a whole set Oh, okay. I got you the bigger bottle. It'd be like random stuff. I would like try to pay off like, you know, her cable bill for like four months and she'll be like, you could just give me the money. I'm like, oh, all right. Goodbye. Bed and bath and body works. <laughs> That's all she needs. That body works. <laughs> the set. I, I, I got nah. my mom flowers once and she like, you could just give me the money. <laughs> Oh yeah, I know not to even oh, start flowers with flowers. Yeah, I don't even yeah. know to start with stuff that's gonna don't last even for two seconds. I don't even bother. My mom would think shoes last for two seconds. She'd be like, you could have just. This is wasteful. I'm like, wasteful shoes shoes orthopedic shoes for your back at work like this is wasteful <laughs> these were costly like excuse me but some people just literally want to see like make it rain make it rain they want to see the actual money and i'm like all right so now i know her <laughs> well thank you everyone for a great topic and discussion uh mary j thank you guys for 
be here with us and I, mary i know you know you have life things going on thank you so much for uh jumping on but before we close out the um, episode jay mary where can we find you where we can find the podcast Well, you can find us on IG, Twitter at Turn 30 Podcast. That's T U R N T um, 30, the number 30 podcast. Um, we be having little discussions or whatever, um, you know, in the social media streets. And um, also, our podcast itself, the Turn 30 Podcast, um, we are basically on all streaming platforms. So, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, uh, wherever you, you know, listen to we your out podcast. Here. We out here. That's exactly what she said. We out here. We drop our episodes bi weekly on Tuesdays. It's our Turn Tuesdays. Sometimes we go a little off schedule because sometimes, you know, life life is life and we have to keep up with what's going on in events. We're actually um, just celebrating our one year anniversary, So we kind of feel big time, Ooh. big time. Shout out to Ooh. that. Um, so bi-weekly on Tuesdays, Turn 30 Podcast, T-U-R-N-T, the number 30, um, where we like to engage on Twitter. Lawrence will get with us on Twitter sometimes. And you to, also you know, IG I threw the we're shade. I threw the shade yeah, out there last yeah, time. I was like, yeah. I'm gonna shade her out. We'll do. We'll go in. Well, you know, we, we're, <laughs> no, we're, we're heavy on Instagram, out. and then we had to, you know, switch out. I forget. I forget how fun Twitter can be. I was like a Twitter person back in like college, and I think I just kind of fell away from Twitter. And then I went back, and I was like, oh, these Twitter streets are still wild. All right. Um, <laughs> but thank you so much for having us. I think. Yes. You know, thank you so much. It's thank like you so very much. realistic because you have to meet people where they are. Like you don't know what people can do whether it's financially or just where their hearts are so you just have to like kind of just give people I think grace in general so I love where you said about like it's about being present like your physical presence and 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 not being so wrapped up in like these like items or these flashy things or these labels or trying to fit into a box like that. and listen I will take especially nowadays with the price of gas like I'll and I used to say that back then when I used price to of life what do you mean just yeah gas. inflation <laughs> in general like if I wake up and you fill my tank like hello I love you like hello <laughs> so um I think you know we we love listening to y'all I love how y'all bring a mix of like you know life topics dating etc cetera, etc cetera, in and wrapping it up into the finance world and being financially responsible so um thank you guys so much for having us on maybe you guys think we're somewhat responsible adults to, to be able to come on to your pod <laughs> <laughs> we're trying we're trying Lawrence, <laughs> Lawrence is low-key a hater. No, I'm just joking. He, like, he, likes, he, likes, to, he likes to ruffle, you know, ruffle the feathers, you know. He likes to, and that's good. Sometimes I like to keep everybody more. I, I like to keep more. everybody humble as they were, as they were. Keep it humble. Oh, you serve a humble pie? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what I do in these streets. But thank I'll you see y'all on Twitter. Yeah, y'all better tweet again. I'm gonna get mad. You'll get really angry like on Twitter. Like they'll be really angry. You're like, damn, you angry. Yeah, Twitter's an angry world. It is. It really is. People be mad at life. You'll be hella opinionated. They'd be hella opinionated on Twitter. Like be mad. I I posted about an anime. The person got pretty pissed. (laughs) So it's like, yo, then why don't you like my anime? Like, bro, I like my anime. (laughs) Like, can you not be both? So I had one little misstep about like a Michael Jackson topic, like about one of his albums, like the the track list. And you know that the between Michael Jackson and Prince, you can't mess with their fan club. People talk about the beehive, but those are the originals. Like I said one thing wrong about a track list, and I was like, yo, I was getting dragged for like a week. I was like, all right, Mary, you gonna have to handle the Twitter streets. I- I'll stick to Instagram, and you you can handle Twitter streets. I don't I don't have the I don't have the the heart for this because I'll drag them right back. And you know we try to be professional page out here. I'll be like, forget this. 
but thank you again so much for having us we have fun and we look forward to you know what the future holds for any other collabs cool cool so what's up what's up hey everybody can find me on the interwebs obviously pissing off somebody at some point but i try not to as a neighborhood finance guy i like to share financial literacy information education and really trying to change the world in that sense you know try to move people to the right direction so and so in in that case i'll pass it over to lovely because we got no edits let's go it was a wonderful episode thank you all so much for coming it was really dope nice to meet you look Mary at the Stan. energy look at that energy it's lovely was there. the mvp nobody tried to give her props like her one statement was just all she had to do was just stop one comment on it, it was like what's your thoughts she gave like two words and that was like she's at a she was like she was like it's societal cues your environment that's it. nature lovely lovely is at a two lovely is at a two <laughs> Like and I guess said. what? They're going to get this too because this is what I have at the moment. That's so, what you have. That's what, that's <laughs> that's what, what I she got carried. at the moment. She low-key carried the whole episode. Like, I was like, she's right. She said, I like, don't carry? talk that like, long. Man, she carried the episode. <laughs> you go, you have to go back and listen to it, Mr. No Edits. <laughs> you, you, no you're not giving out her props. Let's wrap it up, guys. All right, y'all. Thanks so much. But no, but um, thank you, Shot. You um, you guys, so much for coming on. It was really, really a pleasure. We should do this again because I feel like we 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 have so much more to talk about. I feel like we got some more meat to to kind of put on the plate here. So I can't wait to hear um how we collab. Atlanta will set it up, not Lawrence. Atlanta, you know, make sure that you set it up and coordinate it. Yes, yeah. I will continue more future collabs. Oh, we're, we're actually still continuing. I thought we were wrapping we're up. This. All right, guys. Thanks for having us. We're out for third 30. We're out. She's got to be out. I'll record it, Landon. Stop. Thank you for listening to the Financial Griot Podcast, powered by the Wealth Builders Collective. 